This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. They have to win there. Painter understands. Trying to save it, jump ball here, and kept in place by Edwards. What a great the numbers! They got numbers. Edwards steps it in. Oh! The Warriors gonna walk out, baby. They're walking out, baby. From Neil Carson Edwards. It is Tuesday, June 30th, and you're listening to another edition of the Boiler Breakdown, and we're excited to be joined by former Purdue men's basketball player and a member of the Men of Mackey team that will be playing in the TBT basketball tournament this weekend, Evan Boudreaux. Evan, thanks for joining us this evening. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. And no problem at all. We're happy to do it, and we're excited to hear about your time at Purdue and what you've been up to. And speaking of what you've been up to, I guess every Purdue fan knows that your career ended back in March, and then you've graduated from Purdue since then. What are you up to now, and what are your future plans? Yeah, it's been pretty crazy um, just because the virus has just kind of shut everything down, and, and um, I've, I've been with my family a lot, trying to spend a lot of time with them and um, make sure everyone's you know healthy and safe and everything. Um, you know, obviously, when this tournament came along with the TBT, uh, I was super excited because, um, you know, the, the professional basketball environment's still a little um, up in the air right now. So having something that um, I can, you know, use to train for and, and be a part of um, was really exciting. Um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely weird getting everything cut off so, so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was definitely a hard way to end. This I was going to say that had to be a tough way to end your career i mean not even getting a chance to play in the big 10 tournament to get the right to go back to the ncaa tournament yeah it was uh that's a, that's a really tough way to to end your college basketball career mm-hmm. uh, you know personally i felt like we had a lot more that we could have accomplished but at the end of the day it's one of those things that really just nothing you can do and um you know obviously those decisions were made for the betterment of, of everybody and, and we kind of just had to sit there and, and say you know it's not our call yeah, you, you definitely weren't the only one in that boat, so to speak. So mm-hmm. uh, going back to the TBT, when did you uh, get the call from Ryan Kay about seeing if you're potentially interested in uh, participating in this? Yeah, I mean, he reached out uh, right when they were starting to kind of put it all together. It's just an idea. And, um, you know, I finally got the, the call a couple weeks ago. And um, that was super exciting because you got to get fully back into basketball mode. and. staying in shape because I'm still considering going to play in Europe um, this, this coming year, but um, it's definitely a really exciting event. I think it's an event that, that's really fun. It gives people, um, especially now, it gives them something to, to watch and be a part of. Um, anytime you get to represent Purdue, um, I think it's a lot of fun. Now, looking at the roster, you don't have any uh, previous experience playing with any of the guys on the roster. Uh, you would have if Ryan Klein, who was originally on the roster but had to 
remove himself. Uh, or is there anybody in particular you're looking really forward to playing with? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you you look at all the guys, I mean, they're they're all such you know, accomplished players in their own rights, and um, you know, I've had the ability to play with a handful of them in open gyms um, when they've come back to Purdue and things like that. So um, it's not like everybody's necessarily brand new, um, but I think uh, you know, I think we all um, share similar qualities in the sense of like. Have you guys? I mean, I'm guessing you guys haven't had a chance to even practice together yet. Oh no, we haven't. <laughs> Tomorrow, once we all get cleared. Okay. Yeah. I'm sh- I'm sure part of this is are you getting constantly tested? And I know you said you're quarantined for 24 hours now. Is that part of it? Just getting tested like daily? Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Uh, we had to take a couple tests before we even left. As soon as we got here, we were tested. They gave us masks and gloves and everything. Um, we're not allowed to leave our hotel room at all uh, until they tell us that we're okay and we're not. Uh, and then the rest of the week, we're only allowed to interact with like, the team. Uh, we have to wear gloves and masks everywhere. So, yeah, I mean, they're taking it really seriously. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's really well organized, so I, I don't I hope there aren't going to be any slip-ups. Um, but, no, I think we are uh, definitely in a good spot. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that they're taking it, of course, so seriously mm-hmm. and taking all the precautions. That's, that's great to hear. Uh, going back to your playing days at Purdue, you started your career at Dartmouth, which you were the Ivy League freshman of the year. And you played two years there, and you graduated in three years from Dartmouth. Why did you choose Purdue when you were looking at transferring, and were there any other schools you were considering at the time? Yeah, there was a bunch. It was, uh, it was, it was kind of a crazy like situation. I mean, I – I was said played two years. I personally had two good years, uh, but it was it was tough for me to go through all the losing that we went through. And um, when I committed there, you know, I, I had been there a bunch as a kid because my family had a history there. And, um, I really thought that you know, we had a chance to bring it back to, to prominence and then be a really successful program. Um, unfortunately, that didn't work out while I was there. Um, you know, I, I thought we were going to be able to bring it back. They had been independent since like nineteen. To bring it back, um, and like I said, it, it didn't work out. And, um, I kind of realized that I, I needed to move on for my career, and um, I was lucky enough to be able to finish my degree on time um, a little earlier. Yeah, it's pretty impressive to finish three years while playing a college sport, and it's uh, at an Ivy League school. It's uh, yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, Dartmouth is it's weird. It's a, it's a great spot um, academically, and they really try to help you. So um, uh, I'm really lucky about that. But yeah, it, when I decided that I wanted to go to a place that um, really valued basketball, um, I, I felt like I had I had really you know attacked the academic side of my college career, but I had an experience high level college basketball, and, and that was something I knew that um, talent wise I could do. Um, I believed in myself. So when I left, um, you know, I had a bunch of programs reach out to me. I wound up taking only three visits, I think. Um, 
up going out to Colorado, and then I went to Xavier, obviously, and then I went to, um, so yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, it all happened during the basketball season, so I actually got to, like, go and see games, which was kind of cool, and, and see the environments and, and stuff like that. Um, one of the things that was nice about Purdue is they recruited me in high school, so I knew coaching staff. I had been to Mackey. Um, I knew a couple guys already, so and it was close to home, too, because my parents live in Indy, so um, there were a lot of factors that, you know, wound up making it ultimately, like, the right decision for sure. And what, what was it like getting recruited by and playing for uh, Matt Painter? Because a lot of stories I hear from players who went through the program always compliment him that he's just a no-BS guy. He's straight up honest, tells you the truth, doesn't sugarcoat it throughout the whole process. Yeah. Um, <laughs> accurate. Um, you know, you guys uh, who come through the program, um, you know, you're, you're definitely going to, you know, hear the truth. Um, you know, I, I, like I would say, like, you're not always going to like it. Um, but, you know, it, it, ultimately it is what you need, um, you know, to become a better player. And, and for me, um, you know, I kind of had an up and down you know, two seasons at Purdue. Um, but at the same time, I felt like I grew and I became a much better basketball player and a much better person for going through um, some injuries and things like that. Um, but, yeah, Coach Painter, I mean, he's, he's one of those dudes who's, who's always going to be honest. He's going to be you know, cracking jokes in the middle of practice. You know, I think we'll be dead serious and he'll make, like, a wild, hilarious joke. Um so yeah, I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that, that you want to play for and, and, and you want to, you know, be around. And um, I was definitely lucky I got to play for him for two years. Is there anything you can tell us about Coach Painter that might surprise the average fan? Might surprise you guys. Uh, I don't know. Good question. Nothing that's going to get you in trouble with Coach Painter. <laughs> what were some of the differences that stuck out to you playing in the Big Ten versus the Ivy League? Um, you know, I think firstly, like, the, the support is incredible. So, you know, you have the support not just from the fans. I mean, obviously, Mac is incredible. Like, you get 14,000 people in there for scrimmages and for exhibition games. It's unheard of. Um, but, but, but even more so, like, you, you know, the one thing I was stunned at was the, the support from the athletic department and, and the support from the fellow students and, and just everyone. I mean, everyone was so welcoming. Everyone um, literally give you the shirt off their back to, to help you and um, you know that was one of those things where I, I felt like everybody really cared about you know, sports and then about the student athletes and um, you know that was, that was a big reason why I, I felt really comfortable with Purdue and why I looked back and I think I really enjoyed my experience. Looking back at your time at Purdue what was your most memorable win? Uh, that's a good question. I mean Tennessee was pretty that's that's what I was thinking. You know. That one. Um, cool win. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you really beat that. That's, it's just one of those movies, you know, you'll kind of remember forever. Uh, glad they called the foul. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for you personally, it seemed like you always had really good games against Iowa. Was there some <laughs> specific reason for that, or just kind of the way it unfolded? You know, it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, I you know. It, it, so there's got to be some element of luck to it, but uh, they recruited me in high school, and they wound up um, they wound up not they wound up just essentially like backing out of my recruitment and, and saying they weren't interested anymore, and that kind of made me a little bit mad. And I kind of remember that when I got the chance to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty happy about that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I think I played you know some of my better games against them. Um, yeah, added a little bit of motivation for you. <laughs> And another highlight I I remember this past season was the home game against Michigan State. You just were ripping three after three, and just to look at uh, Coach Tom Izzo's face, he just shaking his head in disbelief. Uh, yeah, that, that was super fun for me personally too. That was kind of the game where um, I kind of started to establish my role a little bit. So for me, that, that meant a lot um, to see a couple shots go down. It kind of gave me some confidence, kind of going into the second half of the year. Um, but yeah, it was funny because I remember uh, he was pissed because I'm sure I wasn't even on the scouting report. <laughs> he was, I think they went out and they lost to Indiana like a week later, a couple of days. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, the press conference because he was still so mad about it. Oh, that's great. Uh, and speaking of Indiana, uh, you got you, you never lost to Indiana at your time at Purdue. Uh, what was it like playing in that rivalry? As someone who, you know, didn't grow up a you know, Purdue fan or grow up in Indiana. Um, well, I mean, you learn real fast that it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's really cool. I, I got to say, um, you know, I've been in rivalry games before and I've been in big, you know, arenas and I've seen college basketball. Um, those games, those Purdue-Indiana games are just different. It's no seats available. I mean, it's it's just there's so much passion in the state for basketball, and I think it really all comes out on those games. And obviously, for our fans, it's a little bit more fun over the past couple of years, and we don't have a lot of losses on the record. So um, it's been real fun. It, it's just, and we're it's okay just with that. Yeah. yeah, we're okay with that. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it was. I think one of the coolest memories that I'll have is walking out um, on Assembly Hall you know, floor. Um, you know, stands going crazy and just being on the start in the starting lineup and then walking out of there with the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of better feelings. Well, especially yeah. this year with uh, the return of Coach Bob Knight and everything, and you had a nice big dunk to seal the deal at the end of the game. So that would be a pretty good feeling. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we knew what was going on. And- we saw it as they're trying to bring out all the stops you know, to get everybody riled up. Yep. Um, we were definitely really happy to walk out of there that day. Yeah. 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 That was a, that was a fun game to watch. I mean, yeah, it, like you said, it felt like they were pulling out all the stops, and in the end, it just didn't matter. We played so much better than they did. So, um, speaking of away environments, is would you say Indiana was the toughest place to play? Indiana was tough. Uh, I think Michigan State is probably the tougher one, um, just because they have all their students really like on the floor. They're really on top of you. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say probably that. I mean, Rutgers is, is difficult just because it's it's a, it's a really different arena. I mean, there it's uh, it's built you know, differently, but um, but then they get when you know, they were good. I mean, they get a rock. Um, it was it was pretty difficult to to, to Rutgers. Um, yeah, I'd say Michigan State was probably the toughest. We played there my first year I was here. Um, that was unfortunately the game I got hurt, but uh, I just remember it was it was uh, you couldn't even hear. I mean, you couldn't hear anything. Uh, but it's fun. It's fun too because it's another rivalry game for us. And, and mm-hmm. it's tough to go to 
Outside of Mackey, I mean, if you call Mackey a favorite, what was some of your favorite places to, that you played in in your college career? Yeah, I mean, Mackey, you know, it doesn't get better than Mackey. But, uh, you know, my first game, my college career, we played at Hall. Um, <laughs> when I was at Dartmouth, that actually was really cool. Uh, it's like a little, like, sports nerd. Like, we walked in, and, and that's where the New Jersey Devils play. Huh. And they the scouting report up, so I got to, like, see the scouting. That's pretty cool. Kind of cool my first college game. Um, yeah. And I mean, those, like the Yum Center, um, where we mm-hmm. the Neely State. Um, yep. Our entire fan base is there, so. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, well, those are some of the ones that'll stick for me. You know, stick with me, I think. Who was the uh, toughest player you ever faced in your college career? Um, I mean, the one I keep coming back to, I mean, last year, like, Luke. You know, Luca Garza was just, you know, he had six on us when we played them at home, and we all look up at the scoreboard and we're like, that is the quietest 26 I've ever seen. <laughs> we thought we had shut him down, and he didn't get anything, and and he had 26 at the end of the night. I mean, he's he's just one of those players who's, he, he runs every uh-huh. really hard, and he's really talented and skilled, so he, he's hard to stop. Uh, I mean, Cassius. <laughs> You gotta bottle him up, or he's just gonna eat you up all night. Uh, yeah, probably those two. I mean, those two are. It's be hard for us to find a better one too. Uh, how about how about in practice here at Purdue? Who were who were some of the guys that you got that would uh, kind of push you in practice? That's what I was kind of imagining. Like I bet Carson Edwards in practice, just how he go, just kind of go 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 in offense and defense. I guess how how hard he plays. I bet in practice he just. Keeps pushing people. What, how about that in, in practice? Who who did uh, who did you enjoy going up against? I guess who did you like to bang with? Yeah, well, my first uh, was not super fun for me. <laughs> I was playing a lot of center. Uh-huh. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you guys. I mean, I'm six foot, like seven, six foot eight, and I'm like two hundred twenty pounds. So Trevion's a big guy. <laughs> when you're trying to shoot yeah. hooks and turn around. He's got seven inches on you, yeah. Those were those were fun. I mean, you know, the most most you know, I went against Grady a lot. Grady was mm-hmm. fun. I mean, he, he, he just one of those guys who never stops. You gotta always kinda of be on your toes. You know? mm-hmm. Um and then I mean like Carson, like even with him, like you know, you get matched up with everyone eventually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was one of those guys who would always just try to come at you no matter what. Um, and he would talk, you know, let you know about it. <laughs> you know, it's fun though. It, it raises the level of competition. And mm-hmm. Makes things more intense. It makes you guys better. So, yeah, those were those are fun. I, I don't miss trying to rebound against Traylon. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, looking at next year's team, who are some of the guys you think are uh, ready to potentially have a breakout season for Purdue? Um. Great question. I mean, I think you've got a lot of different guys, um, just because the, the, the there's so many opportunities that they could are available. Um, you know, I think you saw a little bit this year, but I think Eric um, is going to have a really big year. Um, I think he's just so talented, and um, he can do so much on the floor that you don't have to put him at the, at the two, the three. You can kind of put him anywhere. Um, and I think, I mean, I think you look at like Mason, like you got like 
they're different, but they bring so much to the fore that um, I think they're going to be a really good like one-two um, punch. You know, I think Mason, um, he's so strong and he's so athletic, uh, and he can shoot the ball really well that uh, he can go you know anywhere three to four and, and be really effective, and he can muscle guys around. Uh, kind of going back to uh, the TBT, um, have you had much? Have you talked with uh, Coach Smith much leading up to this? Yeah, I mean, you know, you trade like that. Um, it is just such a different like uh, environment, just because half our team which is funny. But half of us do, so it's going to be interesting trying to like, get all these pieces together. Yeah, yeah, not only fit them together, but fit them together quickly in just a little amount of time. Yeah, it'll be interesting to interesting to watch. But uh, definitely looking forward to it at 7 o'clock on Sunday night, July 5th, ESPN2 against Heartfire. Um, looking at their team, have you had any previous experience playing against any of their roster? I haven't, no. Um, a lot of those guys, I mean, I know, I know of a couple of them. Um, you know, Isaiah also said that, you know, great story. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, no, you know, you look at them and it's a bunch of guys who are professionals. And, um, you know, they're not going to be messing around. They're going to come out to play. Yes. It's definitely going to be a good challenge for you guys. And if you guys are uh, happen to get by them, you will play a Bayheim's Bay Army, which is, of course, made up of a bunch of former Syracuse players and, they're the third seed, so that would be a good uh, test for you too. Yeah, got a few more questions here, and then uh, then we'll wrap it up. And we really appreciate your time. Most of these are not basketball related, but uh, looking at your bio on PurdueSports.com, it says you're a big uh, golfer. Oh, and yeah. Andrew and I are big golfers. <laughs> Myself, Andrew played at Butler, like he like he said before we went on the air. And we noticed at the start of the season that some pro golfers gave you a shout-out, including Rory McIlroy, Ian Poulter, and Henrik Stinson. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of give us some uh, backstory on that? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's funny because um, – so, like, so basically, the, I mean, the backstory, it's pretty simple. So basically what happened was um, a bunch of years ago, my dad got lucky, okay? So he got the number one pick in, in the BMW Pro-Am. Um, I want to say it might have been a crooked stick, actually. I forget where it was, but it might have been Kirk Sick. And he got Rory. And so um, throughout the round, um, they, like, hit it off and, and um, had a lot in common. And um, they wound up becoming, you know, pretty good friends. And, um, you know, we, we've gone to Ireland a couple times to go play in a pro-am and spend time over there and, and do that kind of thing. And, and then um, the other guys, it's a similar situation. Like, he got Henrik one year and. Last year, I was fortunate enough to go play, and we got Ian. And uh, he wound up coming over to our house and going to dinner with us and spending a lot of time. And we've actually, cool. um, yeah, we've, had, we've talked to him a lot. They're all super nice guys. Um, 
getting really big into racing and doing cars and stuff. And, um, that's kind of been one of my things over the past couple of years that got really into. Um, and they're all normal guys. I mean, I think they're normal dudes, and, and people don't realize that, but um, they're really easy to talk to and connect with. And they they want to, you know, they're just normal. They're normal guys. Um, so, yeah, so, so we got connected with them through, like, programs and things like that. Um, but wound up kind of building relationships and friendships and um, up with their foundations. And mm-hmm. uh, we asked, I mean, Rory's been doing this for me since I was a freshman in high school, um, which I'm sure everyone was like, uh, <laughs> who the hell is this kid at Dartmouth? Shouts out, shout outs. But, uh, you know, these guys, we actually, we got them. And I think we got uh, Billie Jean King too, um, mm-hmm. which actually, that was the one that got like all the coaches all like spun up. They were all like, like how, "How do you? How do you know?" Uh, and uh, that was cool because that was my mom. Um, yeah. My mom got an award, Billy um, okay. King. So that uh-huh. was that was really cool. And they're they're friends. Very cool. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where like it shows up on like media outlets now, and people start picking it up, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's fun. Um, you know, it makes me makes me happy. I like it. I mean, it's cool yeah. to see. It's cool to have those guys like in your in a circle you know mm-hmm. and that's cool that that they care and that they that you do have that that relationship and that friendship and i know like you talk about Poulter, i was just a normal guy and that's what i've always kind of thought man he's a Ryder cup killer for the u.s <laughs> and i did read an article i remember a couple a few years ago um of like a pga tour player had that they they chartered a plane together or something like that mm-hmm. and he was a little nervous and then they had that story with Poulter, and he's like oh and then we'd be now at every tournament we always talk ask each other about families and yeah that was yeah, I mean the takeaway. Yeah, yeah. He and he used to be like a golf pro. You know? I mean, he was a normal guy, um, you know, giving lessons and and um, so yeah, you know, those guys they haven't changed. I mean, they're just they're, mm-hmm. they're good dudes. Um, yeah, really, really nice to to just be around. Cool, that's awesome. What's your favorite uh, golf course you played at? My favorite <laughs> golf course. Yeah, uh, I played Pebble when I was younger. Um, cool. Pebble was awesome. Um, I also I played Harding Park actually too where they're playing the uh, PGA um, this year. Um, those were both cool. I played it right before they got um, they were playing the Presidents Cup there. I think I want to say it was like 2010 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, those were really cool. Uh, I got to play Medina last year as part of the program. Nice. Yeah. I was one under through three naturally. Uh, <laughs> not to brag, I won't talk about the rest of it. Um, actually, if you want to hear a funny story, uh, yeah. I was playing, this is with Ian. We were playing in the pro am, and we had just met him. And so I get up on the first hole, and there's like a, there's, you know, a pretty good amount of people there um, watching the pro am. And so I get up and I, I hit, and I wind up birding the first hole. And so I get up on the tee in the second, and there's Purdue fans there. And so I'm wearing like a Purdue shirt, and they're like following. And so I hit my tee shot. Uh, the second hole and then they come up and they're like Evan like can we get your autograph and I was like sure like of course um, and Ian's standing next to my dad like who the hell is this guy <laughs> <laughs> like what, what, what's, what's going on yeah uh, like you don't want you don't want my autograph <laughs> yeah right uh, and he was like I think he's signing more than I am <laughs> yeah that was, that was funny um, yeah funny that's story pretty cool yeah that's awesome uh, who are your favorite sports teams so I'm a Cubs, uh, Cubs fan. Uh, I've been a Cubs fan since I was little. I lost my first tooth at the 2003 
um, playoff series. So, oh, yeah, we were at the Bartman game the whole wow. time. Um, and then, let's see, I don't really have a favorite NBA team. Um, I'm a Blackhawks fan. I mean, I've been been to Blackhawks games since I was little. Um, oh, and I'm a Packers fan. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, Yikes. Which is great. Chicago and Green Bay. Yeah. Half of the Purdue team was was Bears fans, so it was beautiful to be in that locker room <laughs> and not be one. Uh, uh, favorite movie. Ooh, ooh, good question. Uh, the other guys. Good one. Good one. Good one. Uh, favorite kind of music. Um, I'm a, a hip hop, like hip hop or like EDM, like dance. Mm-hmm. Favorite uh, restaurant or place to eat at around Purdue. Ooh, around Purdue. Um, that's a good question. Or you can have multiple ones. I mean, that's okay. Your go-to, that's yeah. Good, that's a good question. Um. Oh, the Bryant. They opened that, I think it was last year. Um, oh. That's where we started going all the time. That's a good place. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Uh, this question is kind of off the wall, but every time I interview somebody, I ask them this. So, is a, is a hot dog considered a sandwich? <laughs> uh, no, not in my opinion, no. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's in, it's in its own special category. <laughs> Uh, have anything else, uh, Webby, Andrew? Anything? Oh, you all my questions. No, I'm good. Just looking forward to watching you yeah, Sunday night. Play one more time. Sorry that how your college career ended, but we're excited to watch you play again. Appreciate it. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah, thanks for the uh, time this evening. We really appreciate it, and I think all of us, along with the rest of Boiler Nation, really excited to cheer on the Minamaki uh, Sunday night. 7 o'clock ESPN2 against Heartfire. So uh, good luck. Boiler up and hammer down. Thank you, guys.